It's Friday, September 8, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The emerging cybersecurity and AI regulation, a glimpse into lawmakers' recent activities. A cybersecurity spotlight, Caldera for OT, Microsoft's vulnerability and API security gaps. And some weekend thoughts, the unheard voices of remote work, AI's ed tech potential, and the steep bill of bad data. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. I'm starting today with roundups of what lawmakers have been up to. Two updates from within CISA. The agency is finishing the long-awaited cyber incident reporting requirement for critical infrastructure companies, which Congress mandated in the fiscal 2022 spending bill. CISA Director Jen Easterly stated that the rule should be out later this year or early next year, and the agency intends to move faster than the timetable due to concerns about future hacks. The upcoming rule follows the Security and Exchange Commission's adoptions of rules in July that require public companies to disclose breaches within four days. Peter Mudge Zatko, former head of security at Twitter and a high-profile hacker and security whistleblower, has been hired by CISA as a senior technical advisor. Zatko will focus on CISA's voluntary secure-by-design principles, which require tech companies to bake security into their software from inception. The hire brings more muscle to an agency that relies heavily on partnerships and key hires to make changes and encourage program participation. And two out of California. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed an executive order to study the development, use, and risks of generative artificial intelligence applications. The order includes directives to state agencies and departments to analyze AI's threat to California's energy infrastructure, provide AI training for state government workers, and develop a framework to analyze generative AI's impact on vulnerable communities. This is the state's first step towards understanding how to govern AI, primarily dealing with the government's use of generative AI. The California State Assembly's Appropriations Committee has approved the California Delete Act, which would allow individuals to block data brokers from collecting and selling their information without consent. This bill would allow individuals to block data brokers from collecting and selling their information without their consent. The bill now heads to the full assembly for a floor vote, which must occur by September 14th. If passed, data brokers would have to register with the California Privacy Protection Agency and disclose what personal information they collect on consumers. 
And one from the FCC. The Senate has confirmed Anna Gomez as the fifth commissioner of the Federal Communications Commission, breaking a deadlock that has lasted for most of President Joe Biden's first term in office. Gomez's confirmation comes roughly two months after she was nominated in May. As a Democratic commissioner, she's poised to help the chair pass parts of the Biden administration's agenda that have no support from Republican commissioners, particularly restoring net neutrality rules rolled back under the Trump administration. Why do we care? By year's end, we'll have new cyber incident reporting and likely some new AI guidelines, plus expansions of California's privacy laws, which seems to be the only way we'll get privacy laws in the U.S., 45% of Americans are extremely concerned about their online privacy, and over 90% of Americans believe privacy scores should be made commonplace. So this is popular. And valuable services. Considering implementing these requirements will be IT's job. And while I'm talking about CISA, the agency has partnered with MITRE to develop a cyber attack emulation platform for operational technology networks. The platform extends MITRE Caldera, an open source tool that helps cybersecurity officials reduce the time and resources needed for routine cybersecurity testing. Caldera for OT provides defenders of industrial control systems better options for conducting security assessments and red, blue, and purple teaming. There's been an update to the Microsoft Cloud breach. Microsoft has revealed that a China-based threat actor known as Storm558 acquired the inactive consumer signing key to forge tokens and access Outlook by compromising an engineer's corporate account. The breach was made possible by a crash dump that contained sensitive information and a race condition that allowed the key to be present in the dump. The breach highlights a series of cascading security mishaps that culminated in the signing key ending up in the hands of a skilled actor with a high degree of technical treecraft and operational security. A global study by Traceable AI has revealed significant gaps in API security worldwide. The report found that 74% of respondents reported at least three API-related breaches in the past two years, with DDoS being the primary API breach method. Additionally, 58% agree that APIs substantially expand organizations' attack surface, and only 38% of respondents can discern intricate context between API activity, user behaviors, and data flow. Why do we care? It's a new tool for some and insights for the rest of us. That Microsoft breach was very targeted. Very targeted. That should give most of us relief, as this isn't the kind of attack that comes for most organizations, except via the shared infrastructure of the cloud. As both consumers and implementers of technology, we should push for more insight and accountability and controls as offered in that API data. Let's wrap up the week with some big ideas. First, an article by Deborah Lovich in Forbes. She suggests that advocates need to spend more time listening to those who disagree with flexible work in order to understand their objections better and adjust their own views. Many advocates for flexible work have become trapped in an echo chamber, failing to make progress in convincing CEOs to embrace the idea. The benefits of in-person meetings are also acknowledged 
and she offers that advocates and opponents may be more aligned than they think. Second, in the MIT Technology Review, Will Douglas Haven writes about how ChatGPT will change education, not destroy it. Despite initial concerns that OpenAI's ChatGPT would undermine education by making cheating easier, educators are now seeing the potential for chatbots to improve the classroom experience. Chatbots could teach media literacy, generate personalized lesson plans, and save teachers time on administrative tasks. And finally, Bill Bruno writes about the cost of bad data, citing a 2016 study that shows that $3.1 trillion is wasted from the U.S. economy annually due to bad data. Bad data lowers productivity, causes system outages, and increases maintenance costs. He argues that this is a crucial step before unlocking the value of AI. Why do we care? As a frequent advocate for remote work, this one hit home and was something to consider. I'll offer that at the same time, it remains a potential competitive advantage. For those who set their own organization's destiny, the only one to convince is yourself. I'm also in alignment with the idea that AI is a change agent, not a destroyer, and that's good for those in the consulting world. Data management remains a crucial stepping stone to that AI unlock, Unless an organization's data is maintained, leveraging it has less value. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening. Today, International Literacy Day. So we'll go out there and read a book. This weekend, an interview with James Benham about bootstrapping. That'll drop over the weekend, and I'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.